0: empowering you with strategies to succeed. This is Jen Tringale, and you're listening to the Jen Tringale Podcast. Hello everybody, welcome to the podcast. This is Jen Tringale. I'm so glad that you are listening today. Thank you for taking your time to be a part of this journey and what an honor it is to be a part of yours. I've had the chance to meet so many of you that listen, and I love getting to hear your stories of how things that are on the podcast that we share have just hit the target of what you were walking out, maybe helped settle you down or brought you some peace, clarity, or gave you some new things to consider, pray about, and think about. I know how pivotal resources like that are In our lives. And so it's a joy to me to be able to provide you with another avenue, a tool, and a place for God to be able to paint the picture on the inside of you of His plan and purpose for your life. Well, I am recording this podcast in just the beginning days of the month of July. I mean, this year, it just seems to be going by so fast. And July is a month that I think we're welcoming as a nation here in the United States. This year has been a year that has brought so much with it. But July is usually a month where we begin to take a breath, catch our breath. And that's kicked off by the celebration of the 4th of July here in our great nation, the United States of America. I love our country. I love it so much. I love the history of our nation. I love learning about it and I have such an appreciation for who we are. There are so many incredible nations in the world. I've had the honor of getting to visit quite a few. But there's something about understanding just the unique purpose upon the nation where you live. And here in the United States, we really do have a purpose. In fact, it is seen all throughout our history, and it's simply this, in God we trust. In fact, today, we are still the greatest exporter of the gospel of Jesus Christ to the world kind of makes a little more sense when you look at all of that has been rising up in our nation and all the volatility and everything that people are trying to say that we are and who we're going to be and who we can't be anymore and accusing this nation of so much and though we are far from perfect, I believe what the song says, that God shed his grace on us and we need his grace because as a nation, we have a purpose. In July, we celebrate our freedom and our liberty. That's why people want to come to the United States of America, because it is the land of the free and the home of the brave. You know, I grew up in a family with all brothers, and all of my brothers pretty much baseball players And so most summers of my life growing up as a kid were spent on ball fields and that national anthem that they would either play or get somebody to sing, you know, and of course, going to professional baseball games. That was a big highlight for us all through our growing up years and growing up in Northern Kentucky, we would go see the Cincinnati Reds. I'll never forget one summer. In fact, it might have been in the month of July. Our dad took my brothers and I to a ball game the Cincinnati Reds were playing and my brothers were all playing ball and I was just the faithful sister supporting, but I really, I did, I enjoyed the game of baseball, and so I remember my brothers had this favorite player at the time, his name was Ken Griffey Jr., man, he could hit, he was so good, and so it was pretty early in the game, and Ken Griffey Jr. was up, and I just remember my cute little brothers had their baseball hats on, they brought their little league gloves, you know, and sure enough, man, he did not disappoint, Ken Griffey Jr., Just nailed this pitch and it went soaring. Don't you know it was a home run and came right to my little brother's ball glove? I will never forget it. You would have thought we won the lottery. I mean, here we were at this ball game. Then they get to see their favorite player up at the plate and then he just kills this ball out over the fence, and right into my brother's glove. I'll never forget it. There's just something about those things that stay with you. And the cool thing was, after the game, we went to where the players came out in the tunnel, you know, and Ken Griffey, man, being the good guy he is, saw my uh, dad, my little brothers and I out there, and he came over and he signed that ball. Wow, it was a great moment, great summer moment. So July Has great moments. Maybe you have some really good memories too, but you know, baseball, American flag, fireworks, the 4th of July. I guess it all just seems a little more special to me this year because of all that our nation has been going through. And we are a nation made up of so many cultures and ethnicities and races. It's what makes us the beautiful nation that we are. But I believe that we share the joy and the strength of being the United States of America. And I guess the point that I want to make is that our nation has a purpose. That purpose is worth guarding. It's worth praying over. And our nation's purpose is one that originated in the heart of God. I believe every nation has a purpose. Whether you're from the U.S. or not, your nation has a purpose. And that purpose is worth guarding. It's worth protecting it's worth praying over. But on this podcast, we talk about your purpose. And I want to get into the specifics of your purpose on this podcast, because it just seems like purpose is under attack in a great way right now. Our purpose as a nation, as we mentioned, but you know, it doesn't stop there. Our individual purposes, your purpose, There's opposition that rises up to oppose that. But we can come out on the other side, right intact and our purpose intact, when we understand the specifics. And I want to talk to you about the secret to having success in fulfilling your purpose. And to do that, I want to look at the life of Jesus because he had success, you know, I've recently been studying more about what was going on in the world when Jesus walked the earth, and not just in the general sense, but in the specific sense. You know what I've been finding out? Not just in the world, but the part of the world that Jesus was born in and lived in. Did you know that there was great cultural upset at the time that Jesus lived and and even stepped into his ministry. I mean, there were definitive sides. There were great culture wars that were playing out in the main platforms of the time. Of course, they didn't have media like we have today, but they had city centers where the leading experts of the time would come and publicly argue their opinion, and it caused riots. It caused protest. Sides were drawn. There was a fight over the laws that would be passed and the way that the people would lived. And there was good guys and bad guys. But all of this that we are actually seeing in our world right now, none of it is new. It was actually going on even in the culture, in Jesus' time. So we can look at the life of Jesus and really with a clear head and a clear heart say, if Jesus was able to be successful in his purpose in the middle of all that, then there's things that I can learn from looking at him and listening to him to be successful in whatever God's called me to do right now. I want us to look at John chapter 5, and I'm going to start in verse 37, and it says, And the Father himself, which has sent me, has borne witness of me. You have not heard his voice at any time, nor seen his shape. Verse 38, And you don't have his word abiding in you. For whom he hath sent, you believe not. Then if you turn over to John chapter 6, just one chapter over, In verse 38, and again, I'm reading out of the King James Version, it says this, For I came down from heaven, not to do mine own will, but the will of him that sent me. And this is the Father's will, which hath sent me, that of all which he hath given me, I should lose nothing, but should raise it up again at the last day. Actually, verse 40 is so good. I have to read that too. And this is the will of him that sent me, that everyone which sees the Son and believes on him may have everlasting life, and I will raise him up at that last day. You could probably tell by the inflection in my voice as I'm reading these scriptures, this secret to having success is right there in the words of Jesus, and it was that he was sent. I was just watching a movie. I had seen it before years ago, but not too long ago it was on. And sort of the the side story to this movie was this man who was sent as an ambassador of the United States of America over to the Middle East back in the early 2000s, and they sent him into incredibly volatile territory. In fact, our armed forces weren't even there yet. He was there representing the United States of America actually to get some intel about should we send our troops there or not. Now, this man was not trained to protect himself. He was a diplomat. He was an ambassador. He was a suit and tie guy. He wasn't an army boots and guns and ammo guy. And so as he's preparing to go, one of his colleagues stops him and says, why would you put yourself in Harms danger. Why would you go there? You're just an office guy. You have no means to think you'll be protected. And he turned and he said, Because I represent the greatest nation in the world. I'm being sent as an ambassador of the United States of America. And all that our nation is, is what I represent and backs me everywhere I go. And he said, And I know that. And I know they know that. There's no way they're going to mess with me. Sure enough, as the story proceeds, you know, he goes into these extremely volatile areas. And I mean, armies are lined up, but they never touch him. Because even though at the time he's just a man, it's not about what he is in the moment. It's about who sent him. This was the secret to Jesus's success. And it's the secret to ours It's being sent. Do you know that Jesus actually duplicated this secret? In Mark chapter 6 and verse 7, this moment came where Jesus then turned and he sent the 12. He sent the 12 disciples and it says that he began to send them out and he sent them out two by two. Then he duplicates this secret for success in your purpose again. We see it in Luke chapter 10. This time he doesn't send the 12. He sends 72. Luke 10 and verse 1, it says that the Lord appointed 72 afterward, and he sent them. So what's the takeaway here? Let me just say it this way to you. Never go for any other reason. Not out of need. Well, there's just such need, so I guess I better go. It never says that the need was so great that the Father sent the Son. Jesus never said, because of such need, I am here, or because of need, I will go there. No, it was never need that put Jesus's feet in motion. So need should never be the reason why we go anywhere. And if it is, What we have to understand is that the empowerment of the kingdom of God that plays out through what we do when we go somewhere because we are sent, that power is not available to infuse us in our vocation, to infuse our relationships, to walk in favor in those cities, in those companies, in those positions. Why? Because we went out of need. We didn't go because we were sent. What's another reason we should never go? Out of fear. Well, I better go because if I don't, there's fear of loss. I better go because if I don't, I fear something bad will happen. Or if I stay here, I'm afraid I'll miss out. So because of that, I'll just go. No, there's no reason for you and I, to go anywhere. What's another reason we should never go? Out of frustration. Boy, frustration will try and get you to go somewhere and do something that you were never sent to do. And I'll tell you right now, that is a quick way to see things begin to fall apart. Another reason that we should never go is because of the sounds of opportunity opportunity can never promise you what being sent by the Spirit of God on the inside of you can promise you. None of these things, need or fear, frustration or felt opportunity will not bring you success. But success comes when we get a sense of being sent from God. And when we go to where he's sending us, what am I talking about? Maybe We're talking about a geographical sending for you. Maybe it's looking for a job. You're at a job change and you're going, God, is this the right job for me? What are you looking for? You're looking for a sense of God sending you saying, yep, that's the job I have for you. That's the business I want you to start. I'm sending you to that opportunity. Maybe it's a school decision, a college, or going back to school, or going for a specific training Is there a sense about it that God is sending you to that? Because if there is, you're going to walk in the secret of success that Jesus had and he duplicated in the 12 and in the 72. Why is being sent so powerful? It's a kingdom principle. We are here as ambassadors of the kingdom of God. You know, as much as I love my nation and We love where we come from. I know full well that when I go places where I feel that I'm sent to go, whatever I'm there to do, if I'm speaking to a group of believers, if it's a conference, if I'm speaking to a university, a school of business, if I'm speaking to a company or a networking team, the only reason I went was because I had a sense that I was being sent. When I go in that, I'm not going as a citizen of the United States of America, because as wonderful as that is, the kingdom that sent me is not the United States. It's not where I get my identity from. My highest identity comes that I'm an ambassador of the kingdom of God, and that's where you come from. You come, you originate. Your highest identity is that you are a son and a daughter of God. That's why all these issues that kick up in our culture shouldn't really find voice through us. They shouldn't take their resonance through us to the point that they become our purpose. There are things that are to be addressed and wrongs to be made right, and people should be treated equally. And yet at the same time, this cannot become my identity because if I do, I'm defaulting to a lower representation than the kingdom of God that I was born to serve. You see, when you go because of a sense of being sent, then you are there to prosper in an unprecedented way. Jesus talked about not just being sent, but he talked about what would happen in the places he sent you to. He said, those that receive you, the empowerment of the kingdom will come upon you. And when they receive you as being from me, I will bring a supernatural duplicity to all you set your hand to. I will cause it to multiply. In fact, I will bless those that receive you. When you go where I sent you and they receive you, I will bless it. What is the blessing of God? It's what causes things to have success, to have favor, to bring good. At the same time, Jesus went on when he instructed the 12 and the 72 And he said, I'm sending you out. Now, if you go to where I'm sending you and they don't receive you, what did he say to do? Just throw your hands up in the air and get so angry and point them out and tell them, well, you're done for because you didn't receive me. No, this is what he said. He said, if you go where I sent you and they don't receive you, shake it off. Just shake it off. Shake it off and go to the next place that I send you. If one person doesn't receive you in your company, shake it off and go to the next person that I send you to. If one area isn't working and they're giving you opposition and they don't receive you, shake it off. In other words, in our culture, we would say, wash your hands of it. Don't get offended. Don't get upset. Don't keep shoving it down their throats. Just shake it off. Why? Because there are places and people that God is sending you and I to that are waiting from words, and they will receive you. They might not have the exact words to talk about it, but they'll be so grateful for your presence in their business, in their life, as their client or as one of their vendors. They will receive you, and you will be able to go about doing exactly what Jesus did. And you know what that was? He went about doing good. Sometimes We get so bogged down in overcomplicating this idea of God, what is your purpose for me? But do you know that it can boil down to just simply going, God, where do I have a sense that you're sending me? Once I am there, how can I do and bring good? The principles of Jesus' success are the same principles for our success in our purpose. Let's pray. God, thank you for all of the sending that you're doing right now. And Lord, I ask you for a sense of being sent to begin to bubble up and pop to the top in every person that's listening right now. Father, I ask that that sense of being sent would get stronger and stronger and stronger on the inside of them. Father, I thank you that all the places you send us to, it doesn't matter how volatile it looks, it doesn't matter what the culture is there, if it's for us or against us. None of that matters, God, because we don't stand alone. Your kingdom is backing us up. And that's where we take our identity from. Father, I just speak such favor and grace upon every person that takes their place and where you're sending them to. God, we just make a decision right now that we will not go or step anywhere because there's a need or because of any kind of fear We won't step and go because of frustration or just the sound of opportunity because we know, God, that's not enough for success. Success comes from having been sent, and we thank you for it. God, anywhere where there's a place in us where we've encountered, God, just a heaviness coming on us because we weren't received, because there was opposition Lord, right now, we just shake it off, just like you told us to do, just like Jesus said. We shake it off. We wash our hands of it because you're saying, God, I loose you from the responsibility of proceeding there. We shake it off right now, and God, we just thank you that new knowings and senses of being sent are rising up on the inside of us so that we can go there and do good. We thank you for it, Lord. In your mighty name we pray, the name of Jesus, we say amen and amen. Well, I pray this has resonated in your heart and spoken to you as you consider your next steps forward. Isn't it amazing that right now we were actually at the halfway point for the year? Incredible that we're here. But I'll tell you what, my eyes are just so focused on him and his kingdom. And how I can go about doing good in all the places he's sending me. And I know he's sending you. I want to invite you to visit the website at gentringale.com because there's an opportunity that's brand new that is waiting there. Just recently, we had an online conference called Building the Future. And it was something God dropped in my heart as he gave me some keys for building the life God's called us to live and what that is gonna look like in this culture that we're living in. I was so excited to share these things and I wanna get this conference in your hands. So when you go to my website, if you'll visit the store page, the Building the Future Conference streaming pass is waiting there for you. There's three sessions in total and I know that they are going to be an energizing to your future. I'm so excited to bring this to you. Visit the website and check it out. Well, thanks for listening. Have a great week, everybody. I'll see you back here next time. Bye-bye.